A little shorter message plan today. Uh, we're gonna, we've been talking about communicating with God and talking about hearing God and talking about uh, some tips and some helpful insights on how we can listen to God's voice and hear God's voice better. And as we've been talking about, it's often a very still small voice that is kind of inside. You don't hear it necessarily from the outside. It's, it's an inner voice as the Holy Spirit who resides in us speaks into our spirit, and that kind of works up into our mind. And we're going to begin with a little exercise, and so um, as we have been doing, you're welcome to close your eyes, and just take a deep breath and just become aware of the presence of God. Sense God's love for you in this moment. And sense His presence. And then we're going to ask God this question God, is there a lie that I am believing about myself? God, is there a lie I am believing about myself? It'll probably be the first word or first thought. Again, you want to check that. Does that line up with the character of God? Is there a lie you're believing about yourself? And if you sense something, just, just hand that lie over to God. Just place it at the foot of the cross and release it. And then ask God this question, God, what truth do you have for me in replace of that lie? God, what truth do you have for me to replace that lie? And then just in your own way, your own prayer to seal that truth into your spirit. name. Amen. Amen. All right, if you're here and uh, you, maybe you struggle with that exercise, you're like, I didn't hear anything. That's completely okay. No pressure. It, it can take time sometimes to learn how to hear God's voice. And so uh, the last thing you ever want to do is beat yourself up or shame yourself or something's wrong. Uh, there's nothing wrong at all. And um, to not feel shame if, if you're not getting this right away. All right, uh, I'm just going to do a little review of what we've gone through. And uh, remember we talked about that hearing God is to be a part of the, the normal Christian life. This is to be something that is every day, uh, that we can hear God every moment if we want. Uh, God is constantly speaking throughout Scripture from beginning to end. God is constantly speaking to His people. And so it's just a matter of us tuning in with our spirits to hear God's voice. 
Uh, we talked about the different voices we hear. And there's always a lot going on in, in our minds. We, of course, we hear God's voice in our spirit. He is speaking. There's the voice of the enemy or spirits who are against us. Sometimes, you know, we can hear their voice. We have our own thoughts and our emotions going on. We have uh, the voice of others, maybe the, the whisper from your mom or that parent or from other folks. And so we have all these voices in our mind. And the question is, how do we know which one is God? Is that me? Is that God? Is that my pizza I ate? Now, what's going on? Uh, uh, how do we discern God's voice? How do we know if it's God? This is what we've been talking about. And we, we kind of touched on a few things so far. First of all, again, it takes time to learn how to hear God's voice. And so if you're not getting it right away, don't beat yourself up because that just makes it worse. And I've talked to folks who are just incredibly discouraged. It's like, I just can't get it. It's not working. And they just get so ashamed. Like, there must be something wrong with me. Just let that all go. And, uh, and just understand that some people get it quicker than others. And sometimes it takes a little bit of working to figure it out. Totally okay. We don't shame little babies. Like, you didn't understand that paragraph I told you. And you're like two weeks old. What's wrong with you? We understand that babies takes time for them to learn the voice of the parents. And so too, when we're spiritually born, we're, 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 we're born in the spirit and it takes time to learn that spiritual language. Secondly, we talked about that God's voice will always line up with his character. And this is really important because sometimes, you know, uh, depending on what teaching you've been under or your experience of Christianity or God out there, sometimes, you know, people, when they like, want to hear God, God is like, I hate you, and you're just a screw-up, and you always do bad things, and why can't you get your life together? And maybe they've been taught that God is a condemning God, a harsh God, an angry God. But again, we need to line that up with Jesus. Jesus is the perfect revelation of who God is, the clearest revelation. And if your view of God doesn't line up with Jesus, then there's something wrong with your view of God. As it says in Hebrews 1, He is the exact representation of God's being. Jesus said, if you see me, you have seen the Father. And so, I mean, the scripture says there is no condemnation for those in Christ. Three times it tells us that God will never put us to shame. And so if we hear words of shame or condemnation, we know that's not God. Now God will give us conviction. Uh, guilt can be a good thing when we hurt somebody. Sometimes God will give us a little dose of guilt, but it's, it's not a shaming guilt. It's not a condemning guilt. It's a, it's a guilt that says, hey, you need to make that right. And so we always want to, does that line up with God's character? That is a very helpful way to discern whether that is God. We talked about how God's voice always lines up with Scripture. Uh, you can check it with Scripture. Uh, though we see, as we talked about many, many times, the experience of folks in the Bible is that sometimes we get our interpretation wrong. And so God's voice will always line up with Scripture, but God's voice may differ from our interpretation because it may be that we're interpreting Scripture wrong. And so uh, we always need to line up with Scripture, but to say, you know, this could be just my interpretation. Number four, God often speaks in a quiet, gentle manner. Now, sometimes in Scripture, God speaks in a loud voice. Sometimes you may hear it loud, but most of the time, most people's experience is it's very subtle, it's very quiet, and you need to tune into your spirit. Now, studies have shown that most people hear God best in when they're just still and being quiet. Uh, but about a third of people hear God best when they're moving. 
uh, when they're walking, when they're, you know, uh, cooking or working in the garden or something. Some people hear God best doing a little bit of movement, so you may need to experiment with that. We also talked about this, and I'm going to hit this again, that God's voice often sounds a bit like our own voice and thoughts. And I think, as my experience as a pastor for 23 years, this is where most people kind of get messed up, is they expect... <laughs> his voice to be completely different from your own kind of voice and thoughts. And sometimes it is. And sometimes when God speaks, it's like, this is completely different than what I would ever be thinking. But most of the time, it kind of blends with your own thoughts and your own voice. And, and this is very scriptural. We looked at this last week in Matthew 16 when Jesus asked the disciples, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Simon Peter answers, and of course Simon is thinking, this is my answer, this is my thought, this is, this is my, my answer. I did this for my own head, my own heart. But Jesus looks at Peter and says, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father, father has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. In other words, Peter, this wasn't from you, this was from God, even though you thought it was from you. And a lot of times it's like that. I mean, we, we may just be thinking or we may have the sense and it kind of sounds like me, but it, it's, it could be God. And often it's kind of intertwined that God's voice, because it goes into our spirit and up through our mind, will often sound a little bit like you and me. And this shouldn't be surprising because our whole Bible is written that way. I mean, we look at the Bible and say, this is God's word, yet Paul sounds like Paul, and John sounds like John, and Matthew sounds like Matthew. They don't all sound the same. They, it comes out in their own voice, in their own style. Just as when God speaks to us, it's going to come out in our own style. I mean, we could line up a group of, you know, ten people, and God could speak the same word, and it might come out a little bit differently. Some people might say it longer, some might be shorter, depending on their language abilities, their personality, and their style. But the message should be the same. And so... Um, the most important question, at least in my opinion, is, is the most important question is not, are these the exact words of God, but does this line up with his character? Is this representing God's character? And if what's going on in your spirit represents God's character and is aligned with his heart, then I would say that it's probably God. Is God working in your spirit and in connection with you? Because, or as Roman 8 says, the spirit himself bears witness to our spirit. That's how God speaks. His spirit bears witness to our spirit. So God speaks to our spirit. And then we got to interpret that through our mind. And as it says in 1 Corinthians 2, it says, who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who can know enough to teach him? And we might say, well, nobody knows what God is thinking. Well, wait a second. Actually, we do at times. It says right here, we understand these things for we have the mind of Christ. That you have a new mind, the scripture says, it's, it's a Christ mind, and you have a new heart, a Christ heart, and you have a new spirit in you, the Bible says, that you are so saturated in God, and he's so saturated in you. Of course, when he speaks, it's going to maybe sound a little bit like our own thoughts, because we're just so blended with God. And, and, and this is part of how sometimes people make a mistake. They think God is so separate that God is distant, that, he, that he's kind of far from you. No, he is so blended with you. That the verse I think I almost mention every week, you know, when Jesus said that, you know, the Father is in me and I am you and you are in me. And it's like, it's, 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 he's so present. 
that our voice sometimes is going to be, is that God or is it me? And sometimes, does it actually matter if it lines up with God's character and his heart? Um, because we are so blended with his spirit. And number six, and these are new ones here, it's a, a few more. And then I'm going to throw out this question because I don't know it all. I don't, I mean, some of you are maybe even more experienced. I want to throw it out to you. If someone asks you the question, uh, I'm struggling to hear God's voice, help me. What are your tips for helping people to hear God's voice? We'll, we'll ask that at the end. Uh, number six, my sixth tip is this. Learn to trust and have faith in the flow of the Holy Spirit in you. A lot of people are so doubtful. I don't know if that's God. Well, it must not be God. And, and God would never speak to me. Or they just have no faith in God speaking through them. And so they never hear God's voice because they have no faith that God can actually do that. Have faith that God does and will speak through you. Again, the Holy Spirit of God, who created this universe, lives in you. Right now, the God who created this universe is in you, and you have his heart and his mind and his spirit. You were made new, that he is part of your DNA, if you will. I mean, 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, don't you realize your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? The Holy Spirit's in you. Have faith that the Holy Spirit speaks. Have faith that the Holy Spirit is constantly ministering to your spirit and, and speaking words of love and life and, and goodness to you and, and, and to listen and just have faith. And this, this lines up with God's character. I believe God speaks into me and just, just kind of let it out. Listen to that voice inside and to have some faith. I mean, Christianity is a faith. <laughs> have some faith that God speaks in your heart. I mean, if you just constantly doubt that, that I'm not good enough or I'm not a, I'm a mess up or God would never speak to me or God's not speaking to me, uh, I mean, God speaks. Have faith. Trust that he speaks inside of you. And, and it can come in different ways. God's voice may come as a word. It might just be one little word. Boop. You know, like that question we ask. You know, God, is there a lie I'm believing about myself? And it might just be a little word. Uh, maybe it was a thought, like a sentence. Uh, sometimes it comes out in a mind picture. You picture something. And sometimes when, you know, when we're praying for each other, it might be, you know, someone might say, you know, I have this picture. You know, I saw you walking along the beach and, you know, an angel came up. And that's, that's a picture that God can place that in your mind. Because again, you have the mind of Christ and, and Christ is going to do stuff in there. Might be kind of like a movie in your mind. Sometimes it's just a scripture verse. God will highlight scripture. And of course, there's a lot of other ways that, that God can speak. But to trust that God will give you a word. Trust that he will give you a thought. Trust that he will give you a picture. Trust and have faith that he speaks because that is what scripture says. And, and so we say well, we follow Jesus, we follow scripture. So I'm going to have faith in this that when I listen that I'm going to hear God in that quiet, subtle voice in my spirit. Number seven, place value on hearing God's voice. Be intentional. Uh, value God's voice. I mean, if I were in a crowd of people, say you're, you know, we were in a crowd, maybe we were at a party somewhere, and I had my eyes closed, there's, there's probably three voices I could pick out of that crowd without even looking. And it'd be the voice of my wife, Marie, my son James and my son Jeremy. 
I mean, I've grown up with them. Uh, we hang out all together a lot, actually, even though my boys have moved out of my house where we constantly hang out. We were just hanging out the other day and having fun and enjoy. I mean, we, we love each other. We hang out a lot. I know their voices so very well because I love them and I'm constantly connected with them. And it's the same with God. The more you connect with God, the more you hang out with God, the more you're going to recognize his voice. It's just like when my kids were small, you know, you know when all the parents are hanging out in one room and all the kids are playing out in the other room, and then all of a sudden you hear that, and so it's crying, and then every a parent says, that's mine. <laughs> they know the voice of their kid. Why? Because they love their child, and they're hanging out with their child, and they constantly hear their child, and, and it's the same with God's voice. I tell you now, if I'm hanging out in a room with a bunch of parents who have little kids, because, you know, Marie and I have kids so young that most of our friends have little kids. Um, you know, a kid starts crying. I have, like, I have no idea whose kid that is. And sometimes we're like that with God. I have no idea. Is that voice me, God? Is it, oh, I have no idea. Value God's voice. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing. The more you listen to God, and the more you hear, the better you get at it. And so you've got to start, and sometimes you mess up, and then you try, and you kind of work your way until you rec I recognize that voice. And this is why some people can instantly recognize the voice is because of this. They have placed value on hearing God's voice. And therefore, when they hear it, it's like a parent hears their child. It's like, that's mine. That's God. That's Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Father speaking. And so, value God's voice. It's like this passage in Luke 10. It says, Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem. They came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. And, and Martha really represents our society today because, I mean, we're all busy. I was just complaining to somebody today, this morning, that I was just so busy. I mean, we're so busy. <laughs> And that doesn't help in hearing God's voice. I mean, God can still speak in our busyness, but again, most people hear God best when they're still and quiet. And, and just ask the question, how often are you still and quiet? How often do you just even take five minutes and just breathe deep and say, Father, what do you want to say to me today? Or God, what, what do you have for me in this moment? When's the last time you went on a little quiet walk? I hope you can add that into your schedule because we're very much like a Martha. But the Lord said to her, and of course Jesus says this to us, my dear Martha, you're worried and upset over all these things and all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. I mean, to start with hearing God's voice can really shape your day. I mean, we can get off track and start doing things that maybe we shouldn't be doing. And God can whisper in the moment, today I want you to be doing this. Today I want you to be focusing on this. Or here's just a word of encouragement that's going to boost you for the day. And, and so value his voice. Take time to listen and to hear. And number eight, God's voice is not about as much about direction it is as it is about relationship. This is another mistake we often make. It's usually, often it's like, God, I'm in trouble. Tell me what to do. God, I have no idea what to do in this situation. Can you help me? Tell me what direction I should go. Uh, God, I really screwed up. How do I fix this? It's all about, God, give me direction, or God, give me correction. Tell me what to do. 
That's exactly the questions that servants and slaves ask. Servants are, you know, like employees. Boss, tell me what to do today, boss. You know, boss, you know, I screwed up over here. Tell me how to fix this, boss. And we come to God like he's a boss. You know, God, yeah, boss, tell me what to do in this situation. Or tell me how to fix this because I really messed up my relationship. You know, it's like boss. It's like master. But we are no longer servants. We are God's friends. So John 15 says, Jesus says to us, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You are a friend and, and, and friends speak differently. It's not tell me what to do and you know, tell me how to, you know, whatever. It's, it's not direction and correction. It's, hey, let's go do something together. Hey, Here's a word of encouragement for you. Here's words of love. Hearing God's voice, you're going to hear more words of love and encouragement and connection, not as much direction and correction because God is not your boss. And, you know, he is in a sense, he's, he's Lord and he's God, but he loves you and he wants to connect with you and he is a good father. And so if you're always approaching God with God, tell me what to do today, you're probably going to struggle a little bit more than if you come to God and say, God, What's on your heart for me today? Or, or God, uh, what are some words of love? Or what are you saying to me in this moment? Or uh, words of connection where you're, you're giving love and receiving love from God. Because you're no longer a servant, you are a friend. And notice what he says here, I have called you friends. And here's this idea that God speaks to us, for everything that I have learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You see, friends talk a lot together, always sharing stuff. You know, bosses and employees don't talk as much. It's your, here's what to do, go do it. I hope your view of God is you see God as a father, as a friend, as a mom, as a connecting where you can connect heart to heart and listen to those whispers of love that he gives you.